0: And welcome back to the Yes Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. We only really have just one housekeeping item for today, and that is we are a few weeks or so, we we'll almost about two weeks into our run to Boston, where we're going to burn as many calories as it takes to run from Burlington to Boston. We've got about 16 People that are challenging themselves this summer that are going to attempt to get that caloric expenditure, they're all off to a good start. We'll see if we can keep them going for the next seven or eight weeks from now till the end of August. It's a tough challenge this time of the year because it's beautiful out. Everybody wants to be outdoors, a lot of traveling going on. But I'm pretty confident that most of those people are going to be able to get this done. So today what I wanted to do was just take a little look back at some of the more recent research on telomeres and get us up to date on that some. If you remember, telomeres are a distinctive structure comprised of short, repetitive sequences of DNA present at the ends of our chromosomes. They form a protective cap, sort of a disposable buffer that gradually shortens with age. And that prevents chromosomes from Losing genes or sticking together with other chromosomes during cell divisions. So, when the telomeres on a cell's chromosome get too short, the chromosome reaches a critical length and the cell enters sinensis or undergoes adipotis or essentially it dies. So, people think of a telomere as like the aglets of the tips of a shoelace, this plastic cap that keeps a shoelace from fraying. So when we think of a linear chromosome, they are capped at the ends. That wound, while uh, while ends of the ends of these wound up tight strings of DNA, repeating DNA, and that's what's called telomeres. So they're protecting the, gen- the genomes from damage. So genomes are the organic organism's complete set of DNA, including all of its genes. So that's what the telomere is protecting. It's protecting that DNA. So they're really important. And they sense chemical signals of the stress in the cells. And so that when things become a toxic situation, they think the cell is being damaged or they are going to well kind of they kind of shut the cell down to kind of protect the body. But as they do that, the telomere gets shortened and wears down, sometimes faster than other times, and especially when there's a lot of stress. So there's a, a real component between stress biology and aging biology that are really tied up together intimately. So that's what a telomere does. A telomere protects that DNA and the chromosomes, and they are one specific pathway to how cells age there's a lot of different ways that we age this is one specific wage way of how our cells age and how our tissue ages and this pathway what is called is a replicative sinensis or basically how long the cell can continue to divide and divide and divide and then replenish yourself to new younger cells so the telomeres when they get too short, prevent that particular cell, whether it's an immune cell, or it's a neur- neuron in a hypocampus, or the lining of our cardiovascular disease, we, we need all these cells to continue to replenish themselves throughout the decades. When the telomere gets too short, the cell stops dividing. So it's basically a little window into how long these cells can continue to divide. If the telomeres are long they have a long potential to replenish the tissues so there is a telomerase enzyme telomerase is a very interesting enzyme and it's intracellular and it's interesting because it has the ability to rebuild the telomeres by adding back on base pairs so base pairs if you think of telomeres just Pairs stacked on top of each other, and when the telomere gets shorter, we lose some of the base pairs, and telomerase can rebuild that. So it's been showing that we can knock the cell down and it can't divide anymore and it dies. But if we have not if we upregulate telomerase, if we get telomerase into our system or our cells activated, the cells can kind of become immortal so it's an important regular regulator on how long a cell can divide it's one of the major determinants of telomere length because if your telomere is shortening and you have a lot of telomerase you can repair them and you actually may be able to lengthen them so not just repair them back to that level they were at before the damage may actually be able to lengthen again which is pretty cool it's pretty interesting but this is sort of telomerase is a double-edged sword in terms of telomeres getting critically short and telomerase activity going down and then leaning into cellular synopsis because they can become immortal when telomerase becomes overactive so basically It's just constantly, the telomerase is constantly rebuilding, rebuilding, rebuilding the telomeres, 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 pardon me. And in mortality, in some cases, with overacted telomerase is associated with certain types of cancer. So it's it's, it's very complex telomeres. I'm getting telomerase and telomeres mixed up here a little bit today but telomeres is aging is very complex you can have too much telomerase can become a bad thing and not enough telomerase can become a bad thing so it's in most cases in general longer is better the longer the telomere generally if it's measured in your blood predicts less heart disease and less metabolic diseases so in most instances a longer telomere and more telomerase is better but actually longer telomeres especially when you measure the genetic index but sometimes also when you measure in the blood long telomere telomer, telomeres also predict greater risk of certain cancers like glycoma melanoma and other cancers like that so it's kind of a homeostasis it's a physiology it's a balance of how much telomerase you have in your system and how long the telomeres are you want it to be long but not extremely long if you want the kind of best ratio of low risk for degenerative diseases like dementia and heart disease and a low risk for cancer so there's a real balance in the body about this it's not as simple as longer is always better so those environmental things outside of our skin that affect telomere length I'm not going to list all the factors they're just parts of the environment that are not good for longer telomeres. So like a poor neighborhood that's dangerous will have people, studies show that they have shorter telomeres, a poor diet, junk food, eating a lot of processed food, being exposed to a lot of psychological stress at work or domestic violence. These things, these types of things that are outside of us are related with short telomeres. But one thing that's new and one thing that's Really kind of alarming is that there's growing literature on chemical exposure. So this is very, very disturbing because we're all exposed to these chemicals like BPA and roundup. And these, and a lot of these chemicals are in plastics and sector, things like that, they're mimicking estrogen. They're linked to greater risk sometimes of cancer or other diseases like diabetes and metabolic syndromes. And scientists can see, When they look at these aging biomarkers, we can see that they're impacting them, the inflammation and a telomere shortening. So, heavy metals, cadmium, lead, those are all directly in a dose response way related to telomere shortness. The more exposure, the shorter the telomeres. And, you know, this is alarming. That we're exposed to so many chemicals and all these small particles in our air and air pollutants, and all these things are t- impacting our aging biology in ways we don't even know. So, telomeres are easy markers that can measure the index what is the effect of these chemical exposures and actually the national institute of environmental health has become very interested in use telomeres as an index for exposure but it's just scary because the stuff is happening around us and we don't even know it and so how do we combat it when we don't even know that it's happening so so far we talked a little bit about some of the psychological stresses like unsafe neighborhoods and of course trauma exposed Experiences, trauma experiences, leave an imprint on telomeres, particularly if those experiences happen earlier in life. We know that we've known that for a while now. Now, nutrition data pretty much has—it's not surprising; it's pretty consistent. Where whole foods, healthy diets related to longer telomeres, and. Then you have the kind of foods that create oxidative stress, like inflammatory environments and those related to short telomeres. So what do we mean by in pro-inflammatory foods? Red meats, particularly processed meats, sugary drinks, particularly sugary sodas, high sugar foods. So those are pretty much the culprits that stand out. Mostly we understand about food patterns, but there's some foods that pop up. That is surprisingly good. Like caffeine, caffeinated coffee is associated with longer telomeres. Now, it's quite a bit of coffee that you need to drink. In coffee. There's always pluses and minuses about coffee, but there was some studies that show that um, a lot of coffee, a lot of caffeine, coffee is associated, to a, associated with like a five years increase in your telomere length. So that's kind of interesting. There. We know that sugary beverages beverage findings have been replicated many times by now. It's not surprising because liquid sugar has been been more of an effect than sugar in food. And it does cause a big metabolic disturbance immediately. And so if you're drinking that every day, you should expect to have across the spectrum of aging biomarkers to have them be accelerated. And so it's coming out to be one of the biggest predictors of obesity and diabetes which I'm talking about prostate sugars not just calories particularly liquid sugars so we're doing okay in health span we're doing okay preventing people from dying from disease because of medication and diagnosis in heart disease stroke people are dying less from those we're doing so well keeping people alive longer reducing the diseases but at the same time while those incidents and deaths are going down the obesity instinct is going up we can't control it for some reason we don't have the medications for it and it just becomes addictive and it's a problem that's not being fixed in America and it's a problem that we don't need medications to fix it we just need to have the correct lifestyles to fix it so if you're having a toxic lifestyle, if you're sedentary and you're eating junk food, a junk food diet, that medication is not going to outweigh those lifestyle effects. So if, like, let's take, for instance, metformin. Metformin is a, a, a medication taken for diabetes. And metformin, there's a lot of people take metformin for anti-aging. It has been shown to help people live longer. It's one of the very few pills that they have insight. They're probably slowing the age process in some ways, but if you're taking metformin and you're still eating a lot, a lot of sugar, like many people with diabetes do, and, it, and just because they're taking metformin, their brain is wired that way that they're going to continue with the addiction to food. That the metformin is not going to do much at all. It's going to do very little to affect their longevity. So you can take medications, you can take supplements, you can do things like that, but if you're not living the right lifestyle, it's, gonna, it's, it's not gonna help. You're, you're not going to, those things are not going to help you. The lifestyle is what's super important. So stress, we know we've talked about stress before, just to be simplistic, when we think about stress, I know it's got a bad rap, but that's because it's toxic stress. That's causing deregulated health and depression. And that means something really big, not necessarily what we're all suffering from the effects of, like, neurotic feelings from stress and time pressure, but rather having traumatic things happen to you, particularly as a child sets you up. To feel, to feel threatened responses much more in your brain and your body. So if something that's traumatic that's happening, particularly as a child, makes a difference. So that kind of programming that happens in childhood. Then there's the chronic stressors that we have as adults, which is things like caregiving or job stress or domestic violence and relationships. Those sort of things that go on for years and years and years. And that's the type of things when we do see telomere shortening and inflammation. And the rest, like worse stress, is not related to telomere shortness. So just stress at work or daily stress in your lifestyle is not related to telomere shortening, although it's not good for you. It's not necessarily related to telomere shortening. It's a chronic stress. So let's say you're ruminating as part of chronic stress. That's when things just. Happen and they carry on to this moment to moment day to day Where we can keep ourselves in a State of stress all the time So that's one of the targets and interventions when you do something like meditation is good for rumination Because you can't be present like we're trying to accomplish in meditation and be ruminating at the same time so if you wake up, and you're already worrying about the day, feeling like you can't control it, feeling anxious. So there's a wake-up response. Because what is waking up? It should be a clean state. Your mind should be clean. But it's not, because we have different tendencies to maybe jump ahead already into the future, right? So we start worrying, planning, anticipating. We find that our caregivers do that a lot more they wake up they're already in a stress state their cortisol is high, shorter telomeres. But they have done some studies whereas caregivers wake up and they feel positive so it's a change in their mindset they're looking forward to the day they feel joy they look better they look better in their telomerase enzymes. In their cortisol so they wake up the state is very important to notice you don't want to be a pessimist wake up positive thinking about your day and those people although they're caregivers under a lot of stress have longer telomeres so uh, pessimistic view versus optimistic views simplifies that but we're looking for that optimistic Viewpoint. so if you're high in pessimism you just expect bad things to happen pessimism is related to shorter telomeres I think it's so important for people to, to know their style you can't necessarily change your style but you need to know about it so you can be aware of it so you can laugh about it so you can di- diffuse the power of that pessimism Pessimistic thoughts, if they're there and it'll there to ruminate, will give you shorter telomeres. Uh, let me think about this for a second. So I just want to talk a little bit about some supplements now because I know I've been approached with some people about supplements. I see it online. If you were to Google longevity, you'll see a lot of supplements that, they claim will affect your longevity so supplements like ta-65 that's one that claims to increase telomerase but as we know telomerase is also pro-cancer so there's always some concerns about this they need to do more long long-term studies on this because cancer just doesn't happen in one year they need to follow these people for a long time because they'll take this supplement TA 65 and one year later their telomerase activity is higher so it looks better so it's exciting to see that but cancer takes a long time to develop so you need to worry about that so we you need to keep your eye on something like that Uh, one supplement that is good is omega-3 supplements um, which of course seem to be healthy for so many other reasons like depression inflammation fat loss they appear to affect telomeres in a dose response depending on how much you absorb them. So one study had a high dose and a low dose of omegas shown that it wasn't the dose that made a difference. It was how much omegas people actually had in their blood cells, how much they absorbed that predicted the telomere length over it was about a four month period. So it doesn't seem like omega-3s can hurt you. It's one of the few supplements That we think is good for telomeres and are safe Um, you know omega-3 is good for brain health as well things like that so there seems to be a sweet spot in vitamin D so I think it's something like 40 to 60 nanograms per mil Is associated with better telomere length so there's not necessarily much more than that you get more than that you don't see an association in longer telomere length so vitamin D seems to be one of those vitamins or supplements that you can take and one thing to understand about all of this whether you're taking some supplements or whether you're making some lifestyle changes lifestyle changes add up there's a lot of literature on good nutrition exercise sleep Showing healthier levels, longer telomeres. So, you need to think about making small deposits in a bank over and over again. It's not just doing one thing and not just taking one drug, it's all these things combined together in your lifestyle it's going to help you live a longer, disease free life. Uh, Let me think about what I wanted to talk about here. Oh, the one last th- other thing I wanted to touch upon today was telomere testing. I think there's four or five websites out there now that will, with a prick of blood, will do some telomere testing to tell you how long your telomeres are. I would be very weary of those uh, tests, um, simply the fact that you're taking the blood, how long is the blood... Exposed to air, how long is it taking from you to get to the labs? And you could take that um, test today and three months down the road, have a lot of stress in your life, traumatic incident, uh, maybe create a lot of oxidative stress. All of one, that longer telomere is much shorter now. So just be very wary of those. Might be interesting to you, but I would be very wary of those telomere testing sites. It's still very uh, infantile in the stages, and they really don't tell you that much about you, your health, and your um, likelihood to live a long time. So those are just a couple of things I wanted to touch on, uh, especially on the chemical aspects of uh, how the chemicals in our environment now are affecting our telomere lengths. And I wanted to touch upon the stress and how it's more um, not related to just everyday stress but it's more when you ruminate and you have a pessimistic attitude and things like that so i hope that helps you a little bit when i find out more i'll let you know more we're always here to be on top of the most latest latest newest research on telomere and aging and all the other de factors of aging, not just telomere. So look for more tips from us down here at Yes Fitness next Tuesday. We'll give you some more insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching.